forward. Toby Smith was picked on because he was a small boy, but he had a sister named Stephanie that took nothing off no one. Henry says she would shout toward the schoolyard, Don't mess with Toby Smith. Don't you boys pick on him. She would rush into the schoolyard and help Toby to his feet, then kick that bully right between the legs. As he lay there kicking like a dog, scratching fleas, she would shout, I told you not to mess with little Toby Smith. Over the years, Toby had gotten where he would repeat over and over in his mind, Don't mess with Toby Smith. Even his younger sisters, Carrie and Sandra, would beg the older boys not to mess with Toby. Sandra was the brains of the family and always made straight A's in school. Carrie loved animals and was always with her father helping out. Kentucky farmland was poor, with parcels too small for a growing family to make more than a fair living. April 14, 1882, the Smith family got a letter from Uncle James. Been a good spell coming, but got us that farm we's wanting. Come to a stage stop called South Fork, Colorado. It had been seven long years since any word was heard. Paul at times had thought perhaps James was dead. James was Paul's older brother and had gone west several years after the war. He had heard the mountains of Colorado were full of silver and gold. Before he left, he said, Now, Paul, when I strike it rich, I'll send for y'all. With enough gold or silver, either one, we can buy us a big farm as big as we want. You do that, James, and we'll sell out here and come running. Two weeks after that letter arrived, the farm was sold and they would be leaving the next morning. Toby Smith was now fourteen years old, and still small for his age, but had muscles as hard as a rock. He got those from working the farm right along beside his dad. All of his short life, bigger boys had bullied and picked on him. That afternoon he saddled his horse and rode into town looking for Brad Stone, the largest bully in Paducah. He found him on Main Street, right in front of the sheriff's office. Hold up, I need to talk with you, Brad. What do you want, you little runt? Brad was two years older than Toby and outweighed him by seventy pounds. Toby dismounted. It's you I want. Remember for years you was told over and over again not to mess with Toby Smith? Well, here's Toby and it's payback time for every one of those years. Toby drew back and hit him right in the nose, knocking him flat of his back. Don't you dare get up. I'll hurt you, Brad Stone. Brad never moved. Looking up in shock with blood pouring from his nose, tears flooded his eyes. Toby smiled while stepping into the saddle and turning the horse toward home. So long, Brad. Enjoy your summer. Chapter One At sunup, Mr. Stone stood looking up at Paul Smith and had his hands on his hips, screaming like a madman. Paul was already on his wagon seat about to get the horses moving. Two milk cows were tied on behind and two young calves stood by their mothers. One of those was only weeks old. Paul, I'm telling you, late yesterday evening, that boy of yours, Toby, went into town and hurt my Bradley. 
before you go off to Colorado, I think you should do something about it. Do tell, do tell. Hurt him, you say. My goodness, yes, he hurt him. Gave him a bloody nose and knocked him flat of his back in that dusty street. He even has two loose teeth. Do tell, do tell. Paul called to his son, who was already mounted, ready to ride out. Toby, come over here a minute. Toby turned his horse, as did his sister Stephanie, and they both slowly rode back to the front of the wagon, while leading two more horses. Toby knew why Mr. Stone was there. He sure looked mad. Yes, Pa? Toby, did you finally give Bradley Stone his coming up and... Yes, Pa. Good boy. Thank you, son. I'm just sorry it took you so long. 